Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. All right, we ready? Are we ready? Welcome to the Buck Blue Show here on The Fan, 10 to 11, Monday through Friday. On this President's Day, happy President's Day, everybody. Ernie looks like he's got a little uh, hop, step, and a jump to him today because of President's Day. There you go. So don't be heading to the bank. Bank's going to be closed today. For President's Day. And you are listening to The Fan, 680 and 93.7. We're streaming at 680thefan.com. Get that Fan mobile app. Listen on the smart speaker. 10 o'clock hour brought to you by the Haug Law Group. We're the home of the World Series champion Braves, a home of the sports talk home of the national champion Georgia Bulldogs. And go in the full hour today. Here on the show, the mobile app driven by Beaver Toyota of Cumming. Smart speaker, if you're listening there, that is brought to you by South Point Financial Services. Hal Law Group sponsoring the 10 o'clock hour. I believe we're ready. Nern. Bucks. Big. Take. College football fans, man, I know you're disappointed. Playoffs are going to stay with a four-team format. And I know what you're thinking. It stinks. Absolutely stinks. We get the four teams for four more years because the 11 presidents, some are called chancellors, they were sitting on the board of managers committee. They could not come to a consensus vote. No surprise there. The academians rarely get it right when it comes to athletics. And reportedly, there were three obstacles. Number one, the Rose Bowl and Pac-12 are demanding to keep their tradition. Now, let me read the tea leaves on that one. Let me give you a translation on what that means. That means that the Rose Bowl and the Pac-12, they've got one of the all-time greatest cash cows, and they will not allow that cash flow to change without going down with a fight. Basically, their meteorites to the Rose Bowl are worth a fortune, and they don't want to change that. All right, number two, revenue distribution concerns. Well, isn't that always the case? It's always the case, man. Where's the money going? And then number three, the Big Ten throwing their weight around. Big Ten, they always seem a little, be a, a little bigger, not quite as quick and as fast as some of the teams down here in the Deep South. So the Big Ten throwing their weight around. They're demanding an automatic bid. For the Big Ten, and then they're going to throw the rest of the Power Five conferences in there. And so what happens is the academians, the presidents, chancellors, they couldn't come to a consensus. What did the SEC want? Well, the SEC wanted a 12-team playoff with six conference champions and the next six highest-ranked teams. And Greg Sankey, the SEC commissioner, left very disappointed. And he threw this out there. 
that a thousand college football players and eight college football teams will not get the opportunity to compete in the college football playoffs at least for another four years. Trying to hit where the heart is right there with that one. And I agree with him. It's all about opportunity, isn't it? This is 2022. What does Baloo think? Well, I totally believe this is a temporary setback. They're going to revisit this later, and we will see them expand to a 12-team playoff. So the message here is try to be patient. It's going to happen, and it's going to happen soon. Too much money and support for this not to happen. And there's Buck's big take today. You know, when this thing came down Friday, I was a little uh, thrown by it, too, because I was hoping we'd get to the 12 teams. And, look, I know there's some pushback, and, and the pushback seems to be all about the fact that we're seeing blowouts with just four teams in the playoffs. And I don't really have a problem with that, the blowouts, because I get more exciting uh, showdown games in college football. I get to see more action on the big-time stage. There are going to be blowouts. Yeah, there are blowouts with four teams. Going to be blowouts with 12 teams. But we get more football is what I'm getting at. No one in this committee, though, none of these presidents, chancellors, they can't even agree on what they're going to be called. I mean, really. No one said or no one stated or stand, uh, stood up and, and put the fist down on the table and said, we will never have expansion. There was none of that. They just said there's some, you know, some things going on in college football right now that I mentioned three of them. You got the name, image, and likeness thing that is running rampant now where these college players are cashing in, some of them cashing in big time. They got salaries bigger than ours. Some of these players, they want to get some of that straightened out. This will expand to 12. I believe it. You can count on it. Just didn't happen this time around. And there's your big take. Hey, there's a lot going on out there in the sports world. DT, let's head it. Let's find out what's popping. All right, Buck. Big weekend in the NBA. NBA! Yes, the association. What was your favorite part of uh, NBA All-Star Weekend? My favorite part. Well, how about Steph Curry knocking down all those threes in the game? But I'll tell you what, that wasn't my favorite part of it. Oh. Now, look, it wasn't the lame skills competition. That was lousy. I mean, my, they need to Not rethink that. Not the most that. exciting. How yeah. about the slam dunk contest? Most people did not know any of the guys in the slam dunk contest. Embarrassing. It was a snooze fest. I'll tell you, to me, the most fun, though, was seeing the 75th anniversary team introduced and seeing some of the guys that I grew up admiring when I was a youngster growing up, checking out, loving NBA basketball, East versus West, Lakers taking on the Celtics. I mean, I got to see Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Man, he was skinny last night. Yeah, he's... They even had a chair tall. for him. Yeah, and I got to see uh, AI. I loved Iverson on part of the broadcast. That was fun. 
Uh, see the uh, the guys that have Hawks ties. Uh, uh, Dominique Wilkins, my all-time fave. Pete Maravich mentioned. Lenny Wilkins involved. That was awesome, too. So for me, that was it. The 70, the introduction of the 75th anniversary team. And then, of course, seeing Earth, Wind, and Fire. There you go. I figured you'd like that. Yeah, that was awesome. Some of it was lame, but that was the best part for me. Yeah, I really enjoyed seeing that. That was a special halftime show. It was cool. Well, Moses but- Malone, also another one with Hawks ties. Oh, yeah. Well, Buck, over the weekend, was I heard was 23 the magic number this weekend? Well, I tell you what, you look at the golf tournament out in L.A. at uh, the Riv, Riviera. Neiman got close to that number. Yeah, Neiman, man, wire to wire. 23 years young. Threw down some low numbers. Hung on for a little bit yesterday, but yeah, 23 for Neiman. 23 years young. Winning out in L.A. So that was impressive. And then you look at the Daytona 500. <laughs> I enjoyed DJ Shockley's coverage on Fox 5. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, man, he was all over it. Okay. How about DJ Shockley all over the Daytona he 500? He knows his racing? I wasn't aware. Yeah. Man, I'm telling you, 120,000 there to see the Daytona 500, the great American race go down. And that Austin Cindric, uh, the driver, he was 23 years young. She had Neiman and Cindric uh, winning the two big sports events this weekend. And how about Roger Penske? 85th birthday yesterday, and he he says he sees his guy win a, a third Daytona 500. So yeah, 23 seemed to be the magic number yesterday. I guess so. Well, speaking of over the weekend, did you see a former NFL quarterback in the news? Well, I did because I was watching golf. A lot of the golf. I'm hooked on golf. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's yeah. golf season. The Super Bowl's the over. Yeah. PGA Tour all over it. And I saw where, you know, the girl on CBS, Amanda Balanis. Ba- Balionis, I think. Yeah. Balanis. Like they've yeah, okay. always pronounced oh, that it, it that right. way. It's spelled differently. But Amanda reportedly is now engaged. Oh. And she's to be married to a former NFL quarterback. Who's that? Bryn Renner. I barely remember that name. Two-year starter at North Carolina. Show some respect. Oh, yeah. He was on the practice squad with the Broncos, the Ravens, the Titans, the Chargers, and the Steelers. The practice squad. Good for him. Yeah, and he uh, he and Amanda reportedly getting married in the coming months. She does a good job on with the with the golf coverage. You think she's hot? I mean, she's she's not ugly. She's a very pretty lady. Yeah. yeah well, but she does a good job. That's she got her an NFL quarterback. Hey now, all right. sort of yeah. power couple. All right, Buck. Uh, ugly scene uh, just yesterday. You think? Are you buying what Juwan Howard is selling? No. Are you? I mean, who would buy what Howard is selling? Coach Howard saying that he had to protect himself. Protect himself from what? Yeah, I didn't see any he, uh, imminent danger. And Jawan Howard, he landed a big right hand on that upside the head of that Wisconsin assistant coach. Yeah, I'm not buying it, man. Uh, Jawan Howard just seems to be way too emotional. 
for a head coach. Did you see him pick up that loose ball just a few days ago? A ball was coming back into the backcourt, and he's, you know, kind of out on the court, and he just picks it up. And then kind of looks around like, oh, whoops. So I wonder, I hope everything's okay in Coach Howard's head. I'll just say that. Well, how about the assistant coach? He's the one that got hit upside the head yeah, well, for yeah. Wisconsin. Open hand, but yeah. And this was all over the fact that the Wisconsin head coach took a timeout late in the game when they're up 15 points. Yeah, Howard didn't seem to like that. Yeah, but enough to take a swing at somebody? Oh, yeah, I'm not saying it was right, but yeah, he was a little upset. I mean, there's got to be some bad blood going on there. And you had to like the Badger crowd at the end after they broke it all up. When Michigan exited the court, they started chanting, N-I-T, N-I-T. <laughs> Maybe that's where Michigan will find themselves. This yeah, they're on the bubble. Right on the bubble, yeah, right? Yeah, they're the last team in, I believe, See how that works. prior to that loss. All right, Buck. Well, we're, we're here. You mentioned Happy President's Day. We're here working hard. Who should be working on President's Day? Everybody? Nobody? Uh, I think the Major League Baseball Owners and Players Association should be working today. I like your call. I mean, my goodness. What they, uh, Thursday, they, they met for 15 minutes. I mean, what a sham. Now, talk. somebody should have taken a swing at somebody last Thursday. When the owners and the players were getting together. 15 minutes? Your first segment's going to be longer than their meeting. I though. mean, it seems like the length of my show, 15 it's minutes. ridiculous. Spring training games delayed a month, uh, or delayed till March 5th. Hopefully. And they need to be working today, bro. That's who I think should be working today. I'm with you, Buck. That's yeah. what's popping. Good job. All right, Buck Blue Show headline today, brought to you by Grease Monkey Auto, Steph Curry, was epic last night. Did you see the NBA All-Star game? He scored 50. 50 points in the All-Star game. Becoming only the second player to score 50 points in an NBA All-Star game. And I'd forgotten who was the first, but it was Anthony Davis in 2017 threw down 52 in that game. Now, look there. They're playing no defense. But Steph Curry put on an epic show last night. 16 three-point shots fell. For Curry, the most in NBA history in any game, all-star game, regular season game, playoff game, finals game. He smashed the all-star record of, of nine with 16 three-pointers. And my fave was on a couple of them, but one, he was almost at half court, and he threw the ball up, he took the shot, and that ball was halfway to the basket when he turned and started retreating to the backcourt to the opposite side of the court. I mean, that's confident, brother. That ball's halfway to the basket, and he's turned his back to it, and it starts running back down there, jogging back down the court. Unbelievable. Buck Belusho headline brought to you by Grease Monkey. Oil changes and more. It's done fast. It's done right. Visit greasemonkeyauto.com for store locations and special offers. All right, coming up next, the inside info on the Adam Anderson UGA Pro Day ruling. Should Kirby allow Anderson to participate? You'll find out next from an expert. Coming up next, Buck Blue Show here on The Fan. Happy President's Day. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. 
Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The Buck Blue Show on the fan, 10 to 11, Monday through Friday. Appreciate you hanging out with us, man, on President's Day. There's a big story out there over the weekend that got my attention, and that involves former Georgia player Adam Anderson, who has been charged with rape over in Athens and was not able to complete the season with the Georgia Bulldogs. Now, Kirby Smart and the Bulldogs are having pro day coming up in a couple of weeks. And I saw where the judge in the rape case ruled that Adam Anderson can participate in the UGA Pro Day next month. Now, Georgia, UGA has not made a decision on if he can participate or not yet. So let's bring in our legal eagle. When athletes tangle with the law, we turn to one of 680 The Fan's legal advisors, Ray Judice. Ray, always great to have you on, friend of the show. We appreciate you. Hear him on the locker room every Friday. And uh, really awesome to have you on the Buck Baloo show today, Ray. You taking President's Day off, buddy? No, I'm here in the office, man. Got to work, got to work. All right, so let's get to this Adam Anderson case. So the judge ruled on, I believe it was Friday, that he could participate in the pro day. Believe they had wanted him to stay out of the Athens area, but... Uh, allowing him to participate in this, what what should what should Georgia do? Do you think, Ray? What would be the best decision for Kirby Smart and UGA on this one? Well, Buck, what the judge did on Friday was to modify the conditions of Mr. Anderson's initial bond, which prohibited him from coming into Athens at all, Athens Clark County. So he was the old word word would be banished, but he was limited. The judge has lifted that limitation. He can enter Clark County, Athens, Georgia, for the purposes of attending the pro day. But he has not, the judge did not say he, that Georgia, UGA, must allow him to do so. So he, the judge has modified the bond. He can travel to Athens, Clark County. I think that pro day is coming up in early March sometime uh, with his trainer and his attorney and his agent. Now it's up to UGA as to whether or not they will let him participate at the University of Georgia's facility. That's UGA's problem, and that's that's what the coach faces right now. Now, look, he has uh, not been indicted. Uh, he's denied the allegations. So doesn't the presumption of innocence apply here? Well, absolutely, Buck. I'm glad you brought that out. Uh, he was initially charged back in November, and here we are almost at the end of February, and this case has not been presented by the district attorney's office to a grand jury for potential indictment. So he is presumed innocent. Uh, keep in mind, it was a relatively low bail bond of $25,000 relative to the accusations. His attorney did a great job. The judge has allowed 
uh, Mr. Anderson to pretty much travel freely throughout the state. Now, he cannot go to Fulton County now. The bond was modified because apparently the accuser lives in Fulton at this point in time. That's public record, so I'm not not endangering anybody. Uh, but yes, he has the total presumption of evidence. And, you know, normally when these kind of legal questions come up, the, the staff always says and the university's position as well, we're going to let the legal process work out. We'll, we'll sit back and we'll watch and see what happens. Well, um, if they don't, they may prohibit this gentleman from making money. Uh, this is his op- one of his opportunities. I do not believe he has been invited to the NFL Combine. No. So this be one of his opportunities, unless he does individual uh, visits, to show off his skills and his talents for the NFL. Yeah, I saw uh, from what I'm hearing, uh, if Georgia says, no, we don't want you to participate in this, then Adam will have a private workout at a nearby location on the same day, uh, pro day, I believe, March 16th. So he will have a private workout with these NFL scouts at at a location nearby if the answer from Georgia is no. What what should Kirby do here? Should he allow like the uh, UGA attorneys to release uh, some kind of statement saying something about his innocence? Yeah, I think that's the right way to go. Uh, he has he was suspended from the team. That was coach's decision and within his jurisdiction and his power. But now this is a legal matter, and I really think this should be handled by both the university president, the board of trustees, and their legal team to make a decision, make a clear statement about what where they're at. But again, uh, this gentleman, this young man, has not been formally indicted. He has great legal counsel, Mr. Steve Sadow. Uh, who I know personally is just one of the finest lawyers probably in the United States of America. I'll go that far because uh, he is. And uh, they haven't been indicted. So I think he's entitled to participate legally. The judge says he can. And I think UGA, if they're going to be consistent, otherwise from now on, whenever an athlete is charged or accused of something, they're going to have to go all the way and, and you know totally lock them off of campus not let them take classes part-time or anything there because they didn't let the legal system play out. Ray, in your expert opinion, where would the bad PR, the worst PR come from? Allowing him to be a part of it or not allowing him to be a part of it? Well, I'm not a PR person, uh, but it is important. But They're going to be criticizing anyway. They can't. There's a no-win situation. Uh, now, uh, the young man has been supported by his teammates at court hearings. Um, he again has professed his innocence. He has proclaimed it, which he's entitled to and, and shrouded in the cloak of, of the presumption of innocence. And I think UGA should take the high ground legally and say, we, if he's presumed innocent, then he's presumed innocent until the court system says otherwise. And he can participate in the assets and the, and the things that he has earned. I mean, don't forget now, he earned this, this opportunity by being a really great player and apparently playing by all the rules of the university and the team uh, up until this allegation. So I think he's entitled to it. And again, it may have a detrimental impact on his future earning capability. And gosh, you know, we lawyers always worry about those lawsuits down the road. No doubt about it. Uh, 680, the fans truest on up legal ace, Ray Judice. Ray, get on back to work, man. We appreciate your insight. <laughs> always great to hear you on 680, the fan. Thanks, Buck. Everybody be safe. Have a good day, Ray. Ray is, uh, he's an outstanding attorney himself. Awesome. Love that guy. All right, uh, Nerny, we got, got time for the college football nugget? Mm, tasty. 
time for the College Football Nugget. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. All right, the Nugget today. Have you seen who the Miami Hurricanes reportedly have hired? Is Charlie Strong to be their inside linebacker coach. Defensive coordinator with the Florida Gators when they won two national championships. Believe this past season, Charlie Strong was made a mistake. He, he decided to join Urban Meyer's coaching staff with the Jaguars. Urban, that knucklehead. Why would you take a job with Urban Meyer? I guess because you won those titles at Florida together. Charlie Strong now has found a spot with the Miami Hurricanes, and I believe this is a tremendous hire for the new head coach at Miami. John Michaels would agree. Takes over as a linebacker coach with the Hurricanes, and that is a job well done by that new head coach. Hey, this guy's got head coaching experience. He's got a big, recognizable name in the state of Florida where he's been a head coach. It's probably will be a home run on the recruiting trail. I'd say that's an A-plus job by the Hurricanes getting Charlie Strong in there, a guy that I've always admired for the job that he's done. Very impressive. And there's your college football nugget. Wanted to get to some Falcons talk before the Bulldog Roundtable coming up. The Falcons, I saw this over the weekend, putting together the show for today. And I saw where the Atlanta Falcons, they had five players recognized in the pro football focus. Top 101 players. And I don't believe this PFF top 101 player is a legitimate list. And, Ernie, I'm hoping you can chime in on this one. Uh, number one, why 101 instead of 100? Yeah, I'm curious about that. And then the, the whole legitimacy thing comes down to the 101st player. Let me first say who they had among the Falcons in the top 100. They had A.J. Terrell. Fantastic year out at cornerback. Looks like we've got a lockdown corner there moving forward. Terrell checked in at number 47. Chris Lindstrom, right offensive guard on that Falcons offensive line, had a uh, tremendous season, played at an outstanding high level for the Falcons this past season. He checked in at number 55. Had Corderell Patterson, Mr. Do-It-All, wide receiver, running back, kick returner. I mean, this guy probably, uh, you know, laid out the pregame meal for him. Patterson checked in at number 67. Kyle Pitts, the rookie tied, rookie receiver. I don't really don't look at him as a tight end, a receiver. Kyle Pitts, number 94 on the PFF top 101 player list. And then comes the controversy. And Ernie, this is where I wanted to get your input because I looked at the last player mentioned, and he was with the Atlanta Falcons, and I could not believe what I saw. Matt Hennessy checking in at 101? Are you kidding me? Say what? 
Hennessy. Were they uh, were, were they drinking heavily when they got to player number 101? Hennessy got thrown around like a rag doll in his rookie year. No Matt Ryan. No Grady Jarrett. No Foyer Aluakon. But Matt Hennessy? Nerney, I've got to know what you're thinking. Uh, I'm thinking nepotism must be playing a large part. I'm assuming somebody in Matt Hennessy's family works for the uh, folks at PFF. I mean, anybody who watch and listen, I mean, these guys look at stats. They look at numbers that, you know, are put through a season, and then they don't necessarily watch the game film. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's rather remarkable. I would not put him in the top 300 players probably in the NFL, let alone at a 101. Yeah, isn't Collinsworth, he heads this thing up. Pro football focus. I think his my yeah, he probably was one of the big investors into it. I mean, my goodness, man. I mean, how can you look like uh, idiots coming up with this list? I mean, here we are. Most of the Falcons fans are imploring the Falcons not even bring Hennessy back. We've seen all we needed to see out of him. He gave us next to nothing, and he's rated out 101. I just don't get it. It's And it's even harder to comprehend when you consider that he was rotating for a while with Drew Dahlman. Yeah. He wasn't even the, you know your solid starter. They were basically switch-swapping them out you know, every series for a while. He's rated higher than Grady Jarrett? Now, I know Grady was taking on triple teams this past year because he was the only legitimate defensive lineman taking the field for the Falcons. Uh, he and that's why his stats were down. He did not have a good statistical year, and that's what POF or PFF, whatever, bases all this on, is what your stats are through the year. A lot of numbers. Oh, the stats. Yeah, it's huh? a lot of math. I can't really. I'll uh, tell you what, I've lost faith. I, I, previous to reading this, the 101 top players, previous to that being released, I held PFF in, in high regard. But I think this is the final time on this show that I will ever mention pro football focus. Unless Collinsworth is coming on the show. But I tell you what, it's, it's totally illegitimate at this point in time. They are dead to me as of today. Pro football focus, as Saban would say, gone off the Buck Baloo show. Unbelievable. Let's get to the Bulldog Roundtable. Official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Baloo. 25, 20, far sideline, 15, 10, 5. Get in there. Touchdown. Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union. How Law Group, Georgia Pack and Load, AAA, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Give you a little bulldog nugget here. Is this the week that Coach Kirby Smart becomes the highest paid coach, head coach in college football? Because right now, I just checked, Jimmy Sexton, his super agent, seems to be represented every uh, every top college football coach, Jimmy Sexton. Right now, I just checked, he is busy negotiating a 10-year $100 million contract for Kirby Smart. Will this be the week? All right, enough about the money. Got the uh, spring football practice going to get cranked up. 
uh, very soon in a few weeks. Right now, they're going through the strength and conditioning program, the 22 Bulldog team. So they are working their you-know-what off right now in the weight room, speed and agility workouts, lifting, and they are putting in the work right now. But uh, spring football is rapidly approaching for the Georgia Bulldogs. And with this new DB coach, the new uh, cornerback coach that we spoke about on Friday, Fran Brown, coming in from Rutgers. He is, when you get together, and what Georgia does prior to practice, what, what all these teams do, they will separate into position groups. And they each have a... Uh, a little uh, office area for each position group. Like the, the size of the studio right here, Nerney is typically about the size of it at Georgia. And so you got the uh, tight ends meeting in this room. In the next room, you got the running backs. In the next room, you got the quarterbacks. And then down the hallway, you got the defensive linemen. And then you got the linebackers. And then you got the cornerbacks. And there are only four guys in that room, four corners. Boundary cornerbacks in the room. Fran Brown, uh, he's going to walk in there and he's going to say, wait a minute, where's everybody else at? Bulldogs with uh, four scholarship cornerbacks getting ready for spring football practice. You got the hero of the national championship game, Keely Ringo. And boy, I think they've seen all they needed to see out of him to know he's legitimate out at cornerback. So I wouldn't imagine they want him taking a lot of the reps, getting involved in a lot of the physicality goes on during spring football practice. They've also got Kamari Lassiter, second-year corner. Nylon Green, second-year cornerback. So two young guys that really should be getting a lot of reps during spring football practice, Lassiter and Green. Give them reps. Try to speed up the development. Get them coached up. Get them more comfortable. That's what spring football should be for those two guys. And then also you're going to add to that list one of the early enrollee freshmen, uh, Dalen Everett, highly thought of corner that signed early, already on campus, enrolled. He will be in spring football also. Four scholarship cornerbacks. George has had some defections at that cornerback spot and a little bit thin during the upcoming spring football practice. I bet there are going to be some walk-on cornerbacks getting some reps with that second team. When they take the field, Fran Brown off to a, a start that uh, he's going to, again, he's going to look around and say, my goodness, we barely got anybody in the room. Hey, the year's first big golf tournament, the Chili Dip Open at Bears Best Atlanta, you may have heard it is sold out. Thanks to, I uh, want to thank all the people that have signed up to play the Chili Dip Open, benefiting First Team Metro Atlanta. Coming up this coming Friday at Bears Best is brought to you by Ghost Coast Distillery, This Stuff Matters, the Haug Law Group, Beaver Toyota, Tito's Handmade Vodka, the Georgia Hemp Company, Corona, and our good friends at the PGA Tour Superstore. By the way, I want to thank everybody that uh, participated and gave to our Radiothon that went down last Friday as we were broadcasting from that PGA Tour Superstore in Roswell. 22nd year doing that, and we appreciate your support. Thanks for being a part of it. If you couldn't be a part of it this year, hope you'll be a part of it next year. So we're doing great things there with the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. It's great to be a part of that this coming or, uh, this past Friday. All right, coming up next, we've got uh, 
Got another big segment coming up. Hope you're going to stick around for that as we talk about Jawan Howard a little bit more. What was he doing over the weekend? Throwing right hands is what he was doing. Got Nerney and Derek Thomas Baloo here on the Buck Baloo Show on this President's Day on the fans, 680 and 93.7. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan Wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. New show here on the fans, 680 and 93.7, Little Earth, Wind and Fire for you on this President's Day. Speaking of the podcast, man, Bucks Beat also covering the Braves. Had Adam Wainwright, the star of the Cardinals here, coming on, uh, came on recently. Brian Snitker was on the show recently. You can count on Bucks Beat to bring you some of the Braves behind-the-scenes talk, also a part of these uh, 680 The Fan podcasts that you just heard about. There, I think they left me off that one. I want to make sure I got that in there. All right, let's get to Juwan Howard here and what went on with Michigan and Wisconsin. Big Ten basketball over the weekend. So Wisconsin takes down Michigan in Madison. And they're up 15 points with a minute left in the game, something like that. And you had Wisconsin, the head coach, he called two timeouts. And boy, Juwan Howard got hot under the collar. He got ticked off. He got upset. They shouldn't be calling timeouts right now. They're up 15 points. And then when they got together after the game for that little handshake, and many of these things, many times, you you know, it's a quick handshake. These guys aren't even looking at each other when they're going through that line of handshakes. Well, that Wisconsin coach, when Juwan Howard tried to blow him off a little bit, not even look at him, they went through the handshake line. Juwan Howard... And this Wisconsin coach, Bard, I believe is his name, were pointing at each other in the chest and had a few words. I guess Jawan Howard said, I don't appreciate you calling those timeouts late in the game. Boy, the next thing you know, they're mixing it up, man. I mean, you got the players. You got the, uh, uh, the players on both teams in there, a little scrum going on. You got this Badger assistant coach that got irate, and he jumped in the middle of it there. And then Jawan Howard hit him with a right hand. And, boy, it really got loose at that point in time. Then as the Wolverines were exiting the court there, the Badger fans were chanting, N-I-T, N-I-T. Hey, when you see a, a head coach, major basketball level, uh, throw a right hand during the handshake, uh, Krabenhoft was the assistant coach for Wisconsin. There's just no excuse for that to me. There's no excuse for a head coach to be throwing a right hand and landing it. 
I mean, you're escalating a scene that's already intense. Next thing you know, you got both teams mixing it up right there. This could have gotten ugly. I want to know what that assistant coach was yelling at Juwan Howard because things got ramped up at that point. Yeah, I think Grabenhoff stepped in there and said, you're lucky we didn't call a third timeout. Ah. Well, Buck, is this, I mean, is this, this is obviously embarrassing. Is this something that cost a guy I think he should, his yeah, job? His job, uh, it should be in jeopardy right now. They, you know, if I'm the athletic director at Michigan, I'm sitting with uh, the attorneys, and we're figuring out a way to get rid of Jawan Howard. I mean, you can't have this. You can't have a coach throwing right hands at half court during the postgame handshake. In fact, you can't have your head coach throwing a right hand at any point in time. It's uncalled for. You can't control your emotions. And I do believe this is the second time that Juwan Howard has been mixed up in something like this. There was another incident a year or two ago where they were getting in each other's face there. Uh, Much like this, I don't think there were any punches thrown. But I think Juwan Howard, he's a guy that has trouble controlling his emotions. And again, you can't have your coach out there throwing punches. A slap. He's got to be gone. You can't have this. It's embarrassing for Michigan. And as far as Krabenhoff goes, the Wisconsin assistant coach, he totally escalated this thing by, you know, pushing his way up in there in the middle. And and, uh, you you couldn't hear what he was saying, but he was screaming at Juwan Howard. And the next thing you saw was the right hand coming in there upside his head. He's got to be suspended. Oh, I no question about that. Krabenhoff's got to be suspended. He escalated this. See thing. a lot of suspensions and fines, and hopefully nothing more than that. Or but Juwan Howard, I think he's got to be fired for this. 404-231-1680, the number. You want to get in here and talk about any of the things we've talked about here today on the show. And uh, always appreciate your phone calls here on the Buck Baloo Show. We uh, we encourage it. We, we enjoy it when you uh, chime in and... And call up and be a part of it, 404-231-1680, the number. Not just right now, but uh, the rest of the week, the rest of the month, uh, the rest of next month. We want you to be a part of the show. And we appreciate you very much out there listening. Juwan Howard, I, you know, right now they're huddled up and Michigan's trying to come to a, an agreement, uh, you know, with the, the guys in the room on what they're going to do with Juwan Howard. You know, it was the first. if it was the first time, maybe you could... Think about a suspension, but I believe this is the second time that he's been mixed up in something like similar to this. Now, you got to be gone, man. I mean, if you can't control your emotions, how do you expect your players to be able to control their emotions? I'm just saying. I think I'd be looking to fire his butt right now. Plus, you're not even going to make the big dance, apparently. They're going to need a couple wins on the... Big Ten tournament, I imagine. Well, is he going to be able to coach in that? That's a great question. I don't think so. I mean, at at the very least, he's got to be suspended. You would think so, minimum of a couple of games suspension. I mean, that was ugly. That was the ugliest thing I saw this weekend. want to mention my uh, podcast, uh, Bucks Beat, episode 51, and I got Billy Andre on with the Champions Tour, one of my faves out there and former teammate in the uh, Mitsubishi event up at Sugarloaf 
where we won that event and beat Bernhard Longer's team that day a few years back. And uh, the podcast featuring Billy Andre, he talks about this new tour that is all the talk right now around the golf world. And over the weekend, it looks like DeChambeau and Dustin Johnson, two of the top players in the world today, a release statement saying that they will not participate in the Super League, that they're going to stick with the PGA Tour. And so uh, I'm talking to Billy Andre about this, about this new tour on the Bucks Beat Podcast, Episode 51. So I wanted to give you a heads up on that one. And uh, what do you say we take some calls here? We got a moment. Anthony joins us on the show. Anthony, welcome to the fan, buddy. How's it going? Uh, good morning, Buck. How you doing, sir? Man, we're um, doing well. What do you think about Juwan Howard, man? Oh, he's gone. To quote Saban, he's gone. Gone. You, you can't lead. You get gone. You, you can't lead young men. You can't discipline young men. You can't instruct them in how to control themselves emotionally, physically, etc. Um, you represent a top 10 university in the country, um, video footage, national TV. Uh, it's just, there, there's no excuse for it. I don't care what was said. Um, as a, again, as a leader of men, you have to control your emotions. And I think that yeah. is the biggest point out of all of this. Nothing else really matters outside of that. And then throwing a punch, that is, like you said, you escalated even further to which your your, your 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 kids could have then started throwing punches, and then everybody's throwing punches. No so doubt. Luckily, it didn't get worse. Yeah, and that Wisconsin assistant should be suspended big time too for he escalating. Definitely be suspended. You you are one hundred percent correct in that. Uh, he escalated the situation, and if whatever was said actually comes out, then you may have to take it even further, depending on what was said. If that if that uh, information is available. Anthony, we appreciate you coming on today, man. Thanks so much. We'll squeeze in Scott real quick. Scott joins us on the fan. Hello, Scott. Hey, hey, Buck. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I got to be honest. I've been a longtime basketball coach myself. Uh, I know how you can obviously get your emotions up, and, I, and I, I'm not excusing. I think that maybe before we want to cancel the man out completely, give yeah. him a chance to maybe get a suspension into this season, maybe the rolls into next season, but I don't disagree 100%. It was inexcusable as far as you can't you can't act like that on the sideline and represent a university. He, he's not that his hands flat, but maybe yeah. maybe not necessarily be fired. Yeah, and it's not the first time, you know, he's been been involved in something like that. So uh, I think that factors in too. That's true. That's All true. right, we appreciate you coming on, man. Thanks so much. Appreciate you listening to the show. You can find that Bucks Beat podcast wherever it is you get your podcast. Or you could go to thepodcastpark.com. Uh, what more do you uh, want to hear on 680 The Fan? You can check out our array of incredible podcasts at The Podcast Park. And it's brought to you by Associated Credit Union. You'll hear from uh, the Braves to the Dogs, from the Falcons, all kind of things. We've got you covered on that one there, including uh, Bucks Beat, which is up right now with Billy Andre. And I'm also talking about the... Uh, Georgia Bulldogs in the podcast, which I typically do. We're talking about Brock Bowers missing out on spring football practice, whether that's a big deal or not. Monken apparently coming back to be in control of this Bulldog offense. I hope you'll find it and uh, like and subscribe. Bucks Beat, episode 51. It's going to do it for the show today. We appreciate you hanging out. Hope you'll join us tomorrow, 10 to 11, Monday through Friday. we got Nick and Chris coming up next on this President's Day.
Thank you, bud. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.